0: This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Zoom, an excellent video conferencing and screen sharing service. Go to zoom.us slash thumbs for a free account. It's
1: the 29th of July. What
0: episode is this? I don't even know. I Uh, mean, today is
1: the 28th, but it's the 29th. It's true,
0: Danielle. I'm sorry, everyone. Got it. Don't be.
1: I'm still a little jet lagged.
0: Idle Thumbs 221. (laughs) It is Idle Thumbs 221. (laughs) I'm almost positive.
2: It's July 29th, 2015. This is Idle Thumbs 221. I'm Chris Remo.
1: I'm Danielle Riendo.
2: I'm Jake Rodkin. And I'm Nick Brecken. Hey! Oh! Okay.
3: You
1: welcome
2: are. Welcome back, Nick yep. and Danielle. Oh. Really welcome back, Danielle. absences. That's well, welcome
1: true. back, yeah. Nick, Mainly also. welcome
2: back, Danielle. Yeah, welcome back, her. Chris. <laughs> thanks, Jake. Welcome back to you. Oh. Oh, thanks. Welcome back to me.
1: It's so welcoming in here. Yeah. You oh. went to Japan, Danielle. I did. I was for in Japan like for two days? weeks. Yeah. Two full oh, weeks, wow. two full actually. full weeks. Wow. Yeah. I went on Wednesday, the day after we recorded the last episode I was on, and then came back on Wednesday.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Also. How was that trip?
1: It was incredible. It was kind of trip of the lifetime status. That one in my Australia, New Zealand trip, are vying. You know, they're fighting to the death right now in my brain. I'm still very jet-lagged. I apologize. I'm a little loopy, or even loopier than usual, uh, but it was really amazing. And I have a couple of video game stories, in fact, for for the crew. You if met everybody Mario. Wants them. <laughs> well, I you didn't. You finally
2: played Mario 4, I, and it was amazing. <laughs> I heard they have that in Japan. Man, They yeah. have uh-huh. it in
1: Kyoto. Yeah. Well, this was <laughs> – I have a sad story, too. I mean, I was actually in Kyoto when Iwata died, or at least when, oh, when sort of it was announced. Oof. We were actually debating going to the building and kind of – But we didn't want to be weird and gross outside, you know, foreigners, so we didn't do that. But it was really sad, and it was really kind of like we saw the, you know, the Nintendo building and stuff like that. Um, In happier news, I guess, I went to a video game bar called Space Station every single night I was in Osaka. So I went to Kyoto, Osaka, and then Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And Osaka was probably my favorite, mostly because of this video game bar that was just this really awesome little hole-in-the-wall place. There's never more than, you know, ten to fifteen people in there ever. And I it was run by expats, I think. Uh dude named Matt and a lady named Kiva.
2: I saw the I saw the picture you posted of it and the menu yes. looked like it was written by native English speakers.
1: It, it was, yes. It was I believe very punny they are as I recall. Yeah, it, it's like I had a Danky Kang drink, as okay, a matter yeah, of fact. That, which, well that <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <Yep>.
2: perfect example of <laughs> that
1: was a good example of native English speakers. Dangy king that's Um,
2: presumably a reference to the doctored jeopardy to the jeopardy screen
1: screen that i always thought was funny because it was somebody's long island uncle just saying Dangy king you want to play um but yeah it's a really cool place they have you know every console ever basically you know i played a lot of old nes and snes games and you know super famicom games they have both the japanese and the sort of American version of most consoles. Crazy. I actually played Video Ball for the very first time. Uh, Tim Rogers' new game, which is really cool and fun. Maybe I'll talk about it more later, but I played it there, actually. Uh, So if anybody ever goes to Osaka, this is, like, the coolest little place. And it's not, you know, like, everybody kind of told me these same six places you have to go to in, in Tokyo, like the Robot Restaurant and this and that and all sorts of things. But this is something that was actually, like, we just happened to be staying a block away from it oh, and awesome. it was really cool. And yeah. yeah, we just went every single night we were there and it was great. So I went to a cat cafe.
2: <laughs> oh man they I have would, those here now they have yeah, yeah, they have one in right. oakland that i think they are, are opening one in san francisco also
1: yeah i remember there it, was a kerfluffle about it actually like the health code or something was yeah was iffy on it but it was
2: an it, adorable kerfluffle <laughs> an
1: adorable, <laughs> it was a, they got
2: all kinds kerfluffles. of kerfluffles there yeah. it's just you <laughs> could go in meet the kerfluffles every them. little
1: kerfluffle <laughs> you ever wanted it was it was like real life Neku Atume, like, for sure. That was the feeling of being there. There was even, like, cutesy music on in the background the whole mm-hmm. time I was there. All the little cats, you know, definitely liked playing with things. The coolest part of that is they actually gave you, like, a little uh, picture book of the cats with their personalities and birthdays and, like, astrological signs. It was... So it, it, was really, still, it, really it really is, is real, real life Nikosu
2: yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Whenever I, someone mentions <laughs> a place like that to me, my brain, this is a, like terrible and I'm sure not accurate, but my brain always jumps to just like five years from now, the like, Blackfish SeaWorld documentary of <laughs> cat cafes, oh, no. of like the expose about what the like terrible conditions are. That like this
1: poor cat yeah. was was worked to death, had to eat too much wet food, and and mm-hmm. you know they actually
2: power the restaurant in their off time. <laughs> it's just
0: they make all the five, little cakes. Five dozen hamster wheels down in the basement.
1: Oh
2: because God. what I think of is a bunch of cats whose entire job is just to like be docile for strangers. It just, it just, like,
0: creates a (laughs) weird... Whenever they sort of are taken out of the room, they're just sort of gently gassed a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) They just have bad, for some reason, SD video footage of just cats in cages with, like, dental masks on, (laughs) like, just being laughing gassed. Yeah.
1: And it's, like, catnip.
0: They could only, for some reason, get, like, a Sony Handycam from 1985. And it's got, like, a that like digital date in the with corner with the little
2: date, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh well, it's you know security cams because you, you need to make sure they're not out there scratching each other or whatever cats do, and all, I don't know the secret life of cats. It's very. Bizarre. well find
2: out in my Netflix only documentary coming in yes, twenty seventeen
1: or in cat story kerfuffle, you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> kerfuffle. kerfuffle colon, you know.
3: <laughs> The secret life of cats. Oh, that's
1: right. In cat cafes. Kerfuffle is yeah. the proper Man, term, but I is... still say kerfluffle as if it the fluff is an integral part Net- of this yes. word.
2: Netflix has like entire categories that just consist of like cute puppies doing cute things and hmm. cute cats doing cute things and it's just like animal category i've seen this, this. would this this yeah. would just get folded it's into, into that because and would you watch cute cats, cats. I, you'll cute cats right. the secret life of cats <laughs> the oh, <seedy> oh,
1: underbelly <laughs> of cute cat videos yeah. yeah some poor six-year-old is about to get their world turned right. upside up off.
0: next <laughs> no 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 no,
2: no. <laughs> ah.
1: fluffy no oh <laughs> uh. Well, that, that was so after cool. you
2: uncovered this expose, or yes. after you uncovered this
1: After, secret after history. that, I have to say, this has nothing to do with video games, but I will say this. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of running while I was in Japan, and I'm a cool. runner. yeah. And, you know, it, there's definitely a little bit of... So as a vegetarian, I can't eat much of the food there, and, like, it was a little hard, and I don't really speak the language, so there was definitely a bit of, like you feel like an outsider, at least I did, you know, certainly. Mm -hmm. But every time I was kind of running, this is going to be the cheesiest thing, I'm sorry. But every time I was running, like, in a place with other people, I actually kind of felt like, yeah, these are my people. And the very last night I went to a track a running track in Yoyogi Park and it was like hundreds of people all these track clubs were running and I just kind of s- stood there and I went for a run and you know I just kind of stood there and felt like oh
0: yes the true universal language <laughs> I feel language at home
1: yes is fitness is running <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically it was a really really great trip though um amazing stuff I did a lot of hiking I did a lot of I biked through Kyoto I did all this fun stuff I probably took like 500 pictures and put half of them up in my Twitter <laughs> feed so and my friend actually drew every day of the trip. She's an artist and sort of she drew all of us on our adventures oh, cool. stuff like that. So I can... Yeah, it's on Twitter if anybody's interested. Uh, but yeah, it was really, really great. And I, I'm happy to be back and rested and, you know, still jet lagged, but but mentally rested. That's sweet. So.
0: so do you want to talk about Video Ball, which it sounds yeah. like you were playing while snuggling a cat in space? Yes.
1: <laughs> in space. In Japan. Correct. Yes. Uh, so Video Ball is a... <clears throat> Sort of a two D sports kind of okay.
4: A 2D I'll start over game. again.
1: <laughs> sort of okay. I'll start over again. It's it's in the vein of sort of the the new wave of like couch co op or couch. Uh, competitive games right. that are sort of like a sport or based on some kind mm-hmm. of very simple rule set that
2: it's really evokes
1: like sports crisp a
2: dynamics sports instance, yes. or fast, fast-paced. samurai gun or, exactly. yeah. or whatever. really yeah yes. I- iconographic imagery that's very easy to like yeah. identify in motion and yeah.
1: exactly uh you play at least the mode i played in it's four players there's sort of a giant ball on the screen or there's several balls on the screen you are a little spaceship or a triangle. I thought it was a spaceship. I don't know if I'm wrong about that. And you're shooting little laser beams or something at the ball to get it into the opponent's goal, basically. So, so like astro- asteroid-style controls? Yeah, a little bit asteroid-style controls. It's definitely like, um, well, it's not like twin stick or anything, but, you know, you're... you're
0: Neither was asteroids. No, asteroids <clears throat> is just you just have an accelerator and you and right. turn and that's it.
1: Yes, that's exactly what it's like. Um, and if you fire, there's also, it, there's a little bit of depth to it too, because if you sort of hold on to your firing button, you can fire a bigger shot, or if you hold on to it long enough, you actually make a block. So sort of like a little square on the screen that will block the ball if the opponent is trying to shoot it a certain way. This so you can soccer? set basically soccer? What is traps. the, what is
2: the like goal?
1: Basically soccer. Yeah. yeah. But with more balls in play and more. Did
0: stuff. everyone <laughs> have a goal or was it 2v2? Two two?
1: Um, it was 2v2 two two and there were four goals on the screen. Wow. During one mode. <laughs> so it's okay. pretty chaotic, too. Yeah. yeah. And so the ball has interesting physics as well, or the various balls have interesting physics as well. There's a lot of stuff bouncing around. There's a lot of sort of using that charge-up shot to actually get something going as opposed to, you know, the little shots are more for course uh, correction rather than, like, actually sort of getting something into the goal. Um, it's it's really fun. Um, very chaotic. Great for sort of the couch atmosphere or the you know if you're in a tiny little bar with 10 people on a big screen atmosphere which was perfect um, so yeah i don't think it's actually quite out yet i think it's coming out in the next month or two or so but it's it's great and you all should look for it tim rogers makes games cool i don't remember the last thing he made but
2: <clears throat> ziggurat maybe probably yep
1: i know he's been working on video ball thanks for... nick <laughs> <laughs> correct
2: yep. the guy in the corner of the bar Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Danky King. Um, Would what you like
1: mean? another Danky King? It
2: um, was delicious. What does the Danky King have? It
1: was uh banana liqueur, of course. Uh Kahlua <laughs> and some kind of soda, maybe Coke. It was actually delicious. Hmm. It was it was a yummy drink. All right. Uh, you know, if you like a <laughs> Very sweet. You, the three <laughs> ingredients you described
0: did not make yeah. it sound like a thing
1: that is good. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. Extremely sweet but delicious. It was a good dessert, like treat. Donkey Kong,
0: yeah, like, like Donkey Kang. Kong,
1: yeah. like a donkey King.
0: Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, in that bar, I also played like Old Kirby. I played GoldenEye 007, which really, really does not hold up.
2: Nice. It's sad to say
1: that one is rough. Um, and I played the original Mario Kart for the first time, which was oh, super first time, fun. man! I
2: love that game. Yeah, yeah I had, yeah, it's really
1: I, good. Had, I loved 64, and I played 64 as well, but I had never actually played mm-hmm. the Super NES version. Yeah. So it was
2: they really, cool. really established what that series was. They right sure did. There. Yep. <laughs> they did it, and it was good.
1: Yeah, yeah. They sure did.
0: Now that you've played the Super Nintendo Mario Kart, you finally understand, I'm sure, the <laughs> musical allusion to the main to the Super Nintendo Mario Kart title screen that occurs three minutes into the Mario Kart 8 title screen What? <laughs> I'm sure everyone was wondering why the song changed, probably through the main menu of Mario Kart 8, and now you know. It's the Super Nintendo song.
1: Now I know. You
0: learn these things when you go to Japan, I think.
1: I think that's... (laughs) that's what you learn when you so go to you japan or you come or just when if you're, you're jake <laughs> you learn them yeah, no.
0: if
2: you go to japan or are jake
0: yeah. i just wanted to say that because i was so excited when i left the main menu on for too long that it played yeah. the original mario oh, really? kart song that's yes pretty it, cool, plays though. The origi- it plays the actual like, original it plays file. the main menu it plays no, oh, yeah. pl- no, pl- no it plays like a huge like, like brass arrangement. Yeah. so there
3: are no bird noises there are no like there's no there's
0: not like a midi samba whistle yeah which is the official instrument of mario kart yeah
1: Oh, it sure is. Speaking of older games, and I won't go into too much of a tangent here, but worth noting, SGDQ is this week, and it's awesome. I don't know yeah. if any of you guys that is summer that games stuff. done quick. Summer games uh, done quick. The big marathon speed run for charity. Delia. Cool. There have been some really cool runs so far. There was an amazing Metroid Prime Two Echoes run today. That was like mind blowing. Um, there's going to be a Zelda run without a sword. I think that's today. So. I watched, like, the, I watched one, yeah. the
0: most, like, lackadaisically competent 100% run of Yoshi's Island. I watched, like, 15 <laughs> minutes of it, and the guy was just like, anyway, so I don't know. I used to be <laughs> yeah. a lot more flashy, but it turns out that adds a little more time to what you do, so as it was just, like, getting every star and completing
2: every boss, but, like, <laughs> right.
0: it was the least thrilling narration for what it was, just, like, the
1: most solidly <laughs> <I know. laughs>
4: competent
0: play of that <laughs> game that I've ever mm-hmm. seen.
2: That's what it's so like we- to watch—I mean, I'm sure a lot of games are like this, but— watching really, really high-end Spelunky runs. Oh, sure. I guess just anything that you just have to do that many times. Yep, I'm just like, like, I don't know. I don't well, know. Always, also, so frequently, it's like a German guy or something, <laughs> or like a Dutch guy. Or yeah. Anyway, I was not the best. Oh, here I teleport. Oh, could do this better. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I like- everything's exploding. Like, guys flying through the air. Oh, fucking shit's shooting him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I could shave three seconds. Oh, eh, no. Yeah, a, yeah, that's 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 always a the end of it. It's yeah. just always like nah, anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really as I've watched more and more of these, I get really excited for this. This is like my twice yearly Christmas mm. now. I, I, there's one mm. in one I in watched one almost in all of
3: last year's. I think. Yeah, I, like, I really like them. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, like they're sort of what I, I mean, watch for. You know, for the next few months as I'm like eating lunch randomly during the day, I'm like, right. oh, I want to check out that Donkey Kong speed run. Yeah, that Donkey Kong delicious run. Um, but I, I actually sort of uh. I've sort of started watching runners as opposed to games and I found that makes a world of difference. Some people are really entertaining and they're huh, really into they're, it. They're, they're like actual
0: yeah. speedrunner yeah. personalities that you follow now? Exactly.
1: Huh. Like not yeah. not a million by any means, no, that's but like cool, I started sort of watching certain people. There's yeah. a guy uh Stiffity Bobo who runs Banjo Kazooie <laughs> and right. he always has How it,
2: appropriate. What an appropriate I, name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah. great name. <laughs> he
1: himself is pretty pretty <laughs> chill, but he always has like a team of commentators who are really funny and they're explaining every you know sort of like every Mm -hmm. trick he's doing and like oh man that was really good i just i really love it when when that happens there's a guy uh big john who runs um super mario brothers 2 the japanese version Mm -hmm. who is just a really entertaining dude he's like a bodybuilder outside of this and like a hacker outside of this and just an entertaining guy who's always like yep here we go oh that one was easy and like just kind of you know he's fun to watch he's fun to listen to so there's a lot of you know, cool people. I mean, on the other hand, yeah, there mean, was someone who was kind of awful <laughs> this year, yeah. and like that run was actually like taken down. And oh man, was, Oh, bummer. Yeah, it was. It was a little rough, but for the most part, yeah. Um, it was I mean, a lot I can I can
2: totally relate to the sort of finding a person to follow. <sighs> I mean, Nick, when you and I were watching a lot of StarCraft, like we definitely had yeah the casters we liked who we'd go out of our way to watch. And then the ones that we thought were garbage, we made fun of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We definitely did. Chris (laughs) without naming any names. That's all (laughs) right man good segue here
3: yeah um, no i wanted to segue into this as well yeah. because uh i played a ton of unexpectedly played a ton of rocket league me this too week, and then i oh shit i oh, mentioned to Chris God, and i yes. played that and then Chris that, is a, playing that is a it.
2: different take so, on video game exactly, soccer exactly, exactly yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. um yeah. in some ways a more straightforward take i suppose although you play as a, a car I mean, it's
2: more literal <laughs> but it's also like it's so, just a completely different kind of game
3: because yeah. it's 3d and yeah. you know big and the thing i wanted to say about rocket league that i think is really interesting I to me explain just what it is for rocket league yes <laughs> <laughs> um you play as uh so it's it's um, a car it's sort of like an indoor soccer sized arena small soccer arena 3d you're in third person behind like whatever over the shoulder cam of a car and you're you're playing as so like, like rush a, or something uh yeah i guess not so totally, yeah, sure. yeah not sure. like, it's too far
2: it's sure. more like ha- halo driving a halo driving co- a car. A, yeah oh, that's what it's like it's of. like driving a it's kind of like the distance and kind of perspective of driving a warthog in halo um the camera is a little b- is not quite like it because it follows the ball at least by default so yeah but it but it mean but it 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 has that that floaty feeling and that kind of the distance where well it
3: it it behaves like an R- um remote, just like a a toy car like yeah. it, it's it's sort of like a just a very like uh acceleration is not an important aspect of this game really i mean it's, what do you mean it's by sort that? Of, it it you sort of lock into speeds more than you have the feeling of like the wheels sort of digging into the ground you know oh, what i yeah, mean yeah, like yeah. it's a more floaty kind of, yeah, like, kind of you say go forward bit. and your yeah. car just goes forward basically yeah. right and so a lot of the game although, is about boosts
2: yeah although i have found <laughs> that that i have had to okay so you still don't explain what it actually is. yeah yeah, yeah so i want to soccer I soccer get to it
3: so it's a soccer game so you you play uh one-on-one two-on-two or three-on-three there's a four-on-four mode but it's called chaos
2: which is kind of just insane because oh, wait, of the that's size just of the what i've been doing you only been playing chaos? <laughs> that was the default when I just said play really? online. It just that was what was selected. So oh, you have to all, check the. That's thing. That's the only thing I've played. Oh, well, this will
3: be interesting then because I want to talk the about sort of the chaos. nuances of it, and yeah. you can talk about your experience of playing the batshit crazy version oh, of this. Huh. Okay, yeah.
2: So the the standard no, I thought is that's just what the game was.
3: Oh no no no! The standard is three on three, oh. and actually I've found that two on two is kind of the ideal for me. Wow, it's, okay. more, it's more tactically interesting. That is a different um, game. I already know. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so um. So, yeah, the, the game um, starts with the ball in the center of the um, field and uh, whatever. It's like Mario Kart. There's a countdown and then everybody runs to the middle of the field and kicks the ball. Drives. They, sorry. <laughs> they drive to the middle of the field and, and
1: boost to the ball.
3: Like, the whole game is hitting the ball with your car um, and trying to knock it into a fixed goal. Now, a really interesting thing about it to me This is so funny. I thought we were going to talk about this, and I think what you're going to probably describe is something totally different. (laughs) To me, what's really cool about this game is that, like, all of the aspects of, like, soccer or whatever, English football or, I guess, the world's international football. Association football. Association football, yes. Yeah, or soccer Um, for short. Whatever. (laughs) Or football. Uh, It's true. All the aspects of the game are... Reflected in the little moments within this game. I actually think this game is the best soccer game that's ever been made.
2: Okay, so I was gonna. I, that's it. You said exactly what I was gonna say. Okay, like <laughs> so. That was what I was. What? That was my Good. impression. I was gonna come in and say. Okay,
3: well, so you should, <laughs> play, to you the should play the standard one though, because it's the chaos. Sure. Is, the chaos is a little less nuanced because it, it's just chaos. But can you take fact, dives and like whine? So, uh, so basically, your actions in this game <laughs> extend. <laughs> <laughs> your actions in this game extend to grab your ankle. Uh, I, I whine a lot, so yeah. Uh, (laughs) basically you, you can, um, you can, so you drive around, you hit the ball. A lot of it, you know, it really sort of behaves like hitting a, um, a billiards ball. You know, it's all angles and trying to knock, sort of account for the, the momentum of the ball that's banking off the corner and then sort of go, okay, I have to be here and going this fast in order to sort of hit it into the net. But there's also a jump and the jump adds this whole crazy dynamic to the game, where essentially because the ball will often get popped up, if two cars, for instance, are racing to the ball and and, um, hit it at the same time, the ball will just, you know, just sort of by force of physics, just get, you know, rifled up into the top of the uh, arena. uh, And you can jump like headers and the way that like, if you ever watch like soccer on television, you know, these guys kick it like, you know, 70 yards or something. And then the ball lands and they're, you know, always like two or three players standing around, waiting for the ball to come down, and then they jump and they try and head it over there. Like, they have this, you know, very precise, like kind of little moments. All those moments yes. are reflected in this game. It's amazing. Yes, I completely so, agree. There's people waiting under the ball. You can see it. It's like way up in the air. There's like a little marker on the ground that shows you where it's going to be. But also, yeah, the camera sort of tracks the ball. So you're also just kind of looking up at it. And then everybody jumps and tries to head it. And a lot of these, you know, headers are kind of just little moments where you're just trying to move it, you know, inch the ball forward. But then the arena is slightly curved and it also the walls go way up in the air. And so what ends up happening and there's no out of bounds or anything and that's actually one of the few things that it doesn't quite reflect but um, so a lot of the a lot of the actual gameplay results in sort of getting the ball into the corner and this is more like hockey in some ways and sort of the scrums in the corner of the arena and then trying to force the ball and get a, an actual like cross like there's actual strategy where like <laughs> your the, the you know your teammate will will sort of dive to the middle of the um, or the, the you know the corner try to get the ball across, and then you just wait patiently in the middle of the arena for the, to the like try the and receive the pass. To, basically, well, yeah, or or just sort of waiting for the ball to get you know squeezed to out. out at all. And then, yeah, yeah, right. Um, and then you can also play goalie because you can jump, and you're this stupid little car, and there's this huge goal, <laughs> but because you can jump, and because there's like a mega boost thing, so there's all these little like power ups around the. Um, around the field and the thing i like about it actually is that they're all just boost there's no like oh there's like a bomb power up it's all just the one thing which is that if you hit run over one you get sort of like a 10 um added to your boost meter is it thing you can
0: all- bank and then use mm-hmm. it? yes, yes exactly yeah. okay.
3: some of them there are like six uh in the corners and in the midfield that are that will give you the full boost um which if you watch one v one player they're, they're just ridiculous because they just know exactly when to grab that thing and then they always have this crazy boost but so um So, yeah, I mean, you can just, you know, people, if you've seen this game, uh, probably saw, like, an insane gif where a guy got the mega boost midfield, saw that somebody was about to score on him, mega boosted all the way back to his goal, and pulled off, like, a crazy save. The other thing that's very interesting about this game is that the game is really good at knowing what's happening. I don't know if you noticed this, Chris, but, like, the... um, uh, if you make like a like a oh, save yeah. or if yeah, you clear yeah. the ball yeah. it rewards you with points and it's really intelligent about Assists, knowing like, what uh, yeah. what all of these things are and i find very infrequently does it ever get it wrong yeah, like I and agree. that's that's very rare in the games like thing this. The only thing
2: is that it doesn't it doesn't ever award own goals I think in right. the case of an own goal it will it credit the, it to the last opposing yeah. team member who touched the ball. That's fair I think, yes. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um yes the in terms of tracking stuff the best feeling I ever had in this game like I mean, so, you know, eventually you score goals and that's very exciting. But the most exciting moment I ever had is when the game identified that I had a shot on goal. It didn't go in because it was blocked. Mm -hmm. But the fact that the game, because like when you watch soccer, that is such an exciting, you know, like that's the moment when like, you know, someone from the team you're rooting for has a shot on goal. And even if it's blocked, it's like, it's still a really like Mm -hmm. big moment. It's like, oh man, okay. That's, that was like almost it. And the first time I got that, which, which, you know, was definitely before I ever got a real full actual goal, um, I didn't know the game was going to track that. And I didn't even know that my shot was going to be, uh, you know, accurate. And like – and that feedback was like amazing. And so to what you were saying about this feeling like the best soccer game you've played, it's definitely not the most accurate like (laughs) aggregate picture of soccer in terms of like – tactics and the whole field and position you know actual real goalies and things like that Um, but you're totally right that it is at least in my experience the my limited experience the best simulation of what it feels like to imagine yourself in the moments that happen when you're watching soccer that is the thing that is like amazing about it
3: this is the thing i wanted to say is that i played soccer as a kid and i will have this recurring dream where I'm playing soccer the way that a dog dreams about like chasing a deer like I will actually like <laughs> about once a month I'm like on a field like running around like scoring goals and I'm just so happy when I'm having this dream like clearly yes. this is part of my brain it's like living it just like, reliving misses the playing fantasy. soccer yeah as a it just kid. misses yeah. the feeling of like being on the field and like when I started playing this game I like was so happy that I could, like, play soccer again. It was so pathetic. But, like, <laughs> it, was, like it was really strange. But, like, yeah, when you play FIFA, it doesn't simulate the – like, if a ball gets kicked to you, there's no tactile feeling of receiving the ball or, like, having – like, when you go to kick a ball, you just tap a button. There's nothing that makes it actually feel like mm-hmm. playing soccer. But when you go for a header in this game and, like, miss – it's oh, the yeah. feeling of like so being the guy on the field and like yeah. pulling off a crazy bicycle mm-hmm. kick and then just falling on his face which happens a <laughs> yeah. lot in yeah, yeah, yeah. soccer <laughs> totally uh, and
2: when you see the replay, you know it does the thing that all multiplayer games do now which mm-hmm. is that when there's a goal you get the instant replay the slow motion instant replay of seeing the like you know 5 seconds or whatever slowed down leading up to the goal and you see all the all the players like swirling around it and yeah. trying to pull off their plays. Oh and when God. you see when you see yourself in there like trying to block it as you like whiz by and you just fail, you're just, oh, it's it's so it's the worst. Ugh. Um or, you know, like the sort of more petty version of it of your your teammate scoring a goal right after you like just failed to. And then yes. um but it's that stuff just feels so potent and so powerful. Um and yeah in terms of the what what you say about the tactile feeling of of the header and so on. Like they're, they're a little um training modes that you can go into and say just like practice, you know, the jump boost shots and so on. Yeah. And like that's you know, the it's all physics driven. So you can as you jump, depending on what direction you're holding on the left stick, it you'll like fling forward or you and, and spin, do like a front flip essentially in the air. Or you'll just do a straight jump where you just kind of sort through the air as though you were just ramped your car, you know, ramped your car off a ramp. Um, and that, that's all physics driven in terms of how you fly through the air and interact with the ball. And it's it's so, as a result, it's hard as hell because (laughs) because you're not locking on, like you're just in, you're just in the world as a physics object with weight and momentum as is the ball. And, you know, obviously they're fudging stuff. I mean, you can't be in a situation where you end up on, you know, your car is upside down and then you're just fucked. Like it just kind of fudges it and you end up back on your Wheels, it fudges yeah. it in the right ways, and and then also not, you know, in the right ways. Right. Like it's it's yeah. It's so well made. It's so smooth and polished. And, you know, you were asking about uh, the chaos mode. I mean, I probably had I played other modes, and then I could compare them to chaos mode. Yeah. I would probably feel like what you said, which is that oh, this is just too chaotic. But as the only experience of the game that I've had, other than the training modes. Um, all those dynamics are still there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just crazy. What, mean,
0: what is the the chaos mode? It's, just it's an not extra, anything. It's, it's, just an four by four. Over, yeah, it's There's no four special four.
2: component to the oh, mode. Oh, there's just, just a lot just, of people. It's yeah. just four players on each side. And, okay. it's a lot. and so what I've actually noticed is that at least with the just random matchmaking that I've been doing, what really ends up happening most of the time is you get about – Two players on each side who actually know what they're doing. Exactly. And then two other yeah. pl- like <laughs> two no, other players, definitely including me, who are just there <laughs> making things weird and like every once in a blue moon oh, will score a goal. So or my something.
3: my arc playing this game was um, about five matches of just pure joy. Uh, two matches of realizing what I should be doing in terms of just like learning how to do things. Yeah, you definitely have that moment. A hundred matches of learning <laughs> all of those things, <laughs> right. and then just rage. Like, just I've <laughs> become full sports. Sean, dad. Sean would have
2: something to say to you. About yeah, I know. <laughs> so what I did was I the more you know, the more like frustrated you become.
3: So I got really good at it, and then my girlfriend Janelle came home, and she was watching me play, and she's like, "This is really, this looks really fun. You want to just play it? Like, I'll buy it. And we can just play it." Yeah, and I was no! like, I was like, sure. Cool. Let's play two on two. Oh, no. We'll be a team. Oh no. Oh man. It was oh, man. a disaster.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got you have to both start at the same time or never. It play wasn't the together. kind of
3: night where we stopped talking to each other, but it was really close. <laughs> like, and then and then here's the thing. Right before it got really bad, I went over to her computer and she just bought a new Cintiq, you know, the tablet that you can yeah. draw on. And I took the pen and I was trying to draw like Here's where you are on the field. Oh, my God. oh my God. When I'm up in the corner, you need, you can't charge the ball like this. I need you to swing left. Oh, you okay. she...
1: went full Madden on her. Oh, my God.
3: It wasn't good. <laughs> we, haven't, oh. we haven't played since. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then I also learned there's a ranked and an unranked. So now, now I feel more comfortable losing... With her, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> on <Only> the unranked. <laughs> I worked hard for that pro rating. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Oh my god. <sighs> anyway, it's a really good game.
1: Yeah, it
0: seems really good.
1: Well, yeah. My girlfriend is obsessed with it. <laughs> right Probably, <now>. Really? Yeah, <laughs> she's super into. It. I mean, she played soccer in high school uh-huh. and college, so yeah. she was actually really competitive as a right. soccer player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like. She's loving it, and she's pretty good at it. I mean, she's, you know, I don't know if she's pro-rank yet. <laughs> Have you joined
2: her and been castigated for...
1: I've not, and I'm really worried <laughs> because, you know, she's she's really, really good at games, and she's good at yeah. the kind of games I'm not good at, and we, mm. we complement like each other well. Stuff. Yeah, she's yeah. so much better at fast-twitchy stuff than I am, so I'm kind of like, I don't know. This I mean, could, I'm, this the
3: thing, thing about <laughs> this game is I'm not usually good at fast-twitchy stuff anymore. I just don't play enough of that yeah, stuff. Sure. I, me too. The, I used to be a lot better. The thing that I like about this game... Uh, is actually the reason that I liked soccer, which is that in the three on three, for instance, it's not usually advantageous to always chase the ball. And in mm-hmm. fact, people who are really good are get really really frustrated with people who just constantly chase the ball. Yeah. It's sort of like the thing that you do when you start playing, and then you realize, oh, I should actually just wait for the thing to bounce back at me, or I should be playing goal right now, or I should be playing like midfield. So I'll usually just play a three on three, and then and just basically play like midfield. So mm-hmm. like I'll switch sort of between goalie, and then like I'll be an attacker occasionally. And it's kind of like a less pressure, uh, um, less you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, an easier role for for somebody. And I don't know. It, I, I think there's actually I'll keep like, that in
1: mind when yeah,
3: I yeah, <laughs> it's, it it's a good game for just kind of. Yeah. Uh, that I don't that know.
2: makes total sense because when I, playing the four v four mode, I definitely got you know you just you, as you described when you're playing a game like this, you always have that you know initial just I love this. This is great. It doesn't matter that I'm bad. And yeah. then the like oh here are some things I realize. Then okay, I need to put these things I realize into practice. And definitely one of the things I realized was – sh- okay, well, okay. The larger point for me is that in every game I ever have played or ever will play, my instinct is if there's a run button, never let it go. <laughs> and if there's a jump button, <laughs> press it, always. it to the yeah. maximum. So <laughs> like I will – like the, the – you know, I've never played a 2D Mario game in which my finger ever came off the B button mm-hmm. for run. Like, right, not right. one single time, yep. not one moment in the whole game. Even though, you uh, know, that probably makes you worse at Mario. Doesn't matter. I just get good in that context. <laughs> right. And then I'm good at doing that. Um, and, and I, and, and then I'm enraged when I'm in a situation where I, like when I try to play it, not like that, I'm like, why is it so slow? Why is this game so slow? And it's, it just makes me serious. So anyway, so in the, in um, Rocket League, I had to come to that realization of, oh, I shouldn't just always be holding down the right trigger or, mm-hmm. or whatever the acceleration is um, and boosting to- always towards the ball at all times. You actually yep. have to like stop, pull back, you know, it's, let it come to you. Or, but in 4v4, there's always at least one person yeah. who no matter what anyone else <laughs> is doing is always just going straight for the ball. And yep. so as you sort of suggested, it does create uh, just an overall environment in which it's – Hard to do that kind of stuff, even though, still in 4v4, the good players who are capable of exercising restraint are still the ones who score like 80% of all the goals. Yeah. Even with yeah. the chaos. No, I'm sure still, that's true. Yeah. yeah.
3: You get a sense for not only um, the way the game works, but also the people that you're playing with at the time. If you notice a guy is the, the dude who always <laughs> chases the ball, you actually do better playing if you sort of okay i'm gonna hang back because i know this guy's the chaser now like he's sort of filling that role i'm going to be the guy that comes in and heads the ball when he crosses it and uh it's weird it actually like you know if you're playing with people who are good enough you get the feeling of that um sort of silent communication that goes on between like a hockey player or something when they're going down the field and you can kind of get a sense of like how the play is going to develop it's really fucking good game yeah Uh,
2: man speaking of that a a funny thing about this is that i mean does this game have voice chat it does, but here's the thing. So it's I, on, I've never.
3: The heard reason it. it's so it's popular it's fault, right now, right? one of the reasons is that it's uh, free for PlayStation Plus subscribers or whatever oh, that's right, right, right now. Yeah. So there are hundreds of thousands of people playing this game. Oh, I put it on Steam, but yeah, and I did too. Does I it think, actually have cross-play between those platforms? I believe so. Oh wow! Um, and I think that's why it's so easy to grab a match. Um, and the, um, but so that's. I think there are, there aren't a lot of PS4 owners. I think that have like headsets going on, mm-hmm. um, and so I think generally speaking, that's why you don't get a lot of uh, voice chat. Because I feel
2: like it would be terrible. I feel like it would be bad to have voice chat in this game. I think so, too. Because it's, it's such a... I mean, even chat even playing really well. in a restrained manner, it's still an incredibly fast-paced game, because yeah. it's a ball that's zipping everywhere all the time.
3: There's a little uh, D-pad quick chat thing, and I find if you are able to say, I'm defending, that's about all you okay, ever need to say. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, right before you do the kickoff, often I'll just say, I'm defending, and, and then the other two guys just know, okay, he's going to be the goalie right. for five seconds. And yeah, that's really that, all it ever is. That's a commitment being, that lasts like,
2: longer than the half a second between the balls on another side of the field <laughs> right yeah you're at yeah. least saying i'm gonna do that for like a few attempts or something you know yep yeah Yep. anyway
0: that's yeah that's really cool and i just looked and it is con- i just to confirm it is
2: totally cross play between i, that's teams awesome. yeah. I, no, I didn't realize that's really yeah good. yeah it's a huge user base <laughs> i guess they do it very it. seamlessly because i never had yeah. to even notice that or no that's awesome yeah, yeah.
1: I just think it's really cool that it's a game about little rocket-powered cars that, <laughs> yes. that gets at the feeling of soccer better yeah, than yeah. most soccer mm-hmm. games. Like, yeah. there's something really interesting. Yeah, it's cool a, about it's that. an amazing
2: combination of two things I love, which is one like watching soccer and sort of vicariously feeling those sort of key moments. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. the the skirmishes and the and the shots and like just I mean all the things. Obviously, that people who I mean, yeah just the the big arcade moments of soccer and like yeah. and then also just driving floaty video game cars around like, i just love that shit yeah. i love burnout i love halo warthogs i love you know i talked to last week maybe or the week before about rocket race the old halo 3 and mm-hmm. halo reach game mode that is like it's not like soccer but it's it's similar in that you're using sort of exaggerated video game car physics in order to do a thing that in real life is just done on foot you know, or, or on a bike or whatever. But like, um, that kind of thing is just very fun and enjoyable to me because it, it, I, it, it allows me to combine my enjoyment of fast sort of reflex based stuff without becoming like so technical that I'm just hope, just hopeless for all time. (laughs) Yeah, no,
3: I, I, it's really refreshing to play a game that, is somewhat nuanced, but also doesn't have a thousand classes or like power-ups or the fact that they restrain themselves and just said, no, it's just the boost. There isn't like a fucking Mm -hmm. like thing that you can get that allows you to do whatever. I mean, if you have like the full boost and you run into a guy like right when you get the full boost going, he'll blow up, but (laughs) it's really really
2: responds like instantly. It's It's
3: kind of the equivalent of like a slide tackle where you take the guy out of the play for like two seconds. But,
2: but the fact
3: that that's it, really makes mm-hmm. this game for me because if there's anything more than that i feel like i'd be a little turned off because yes. there's enough like creativity. choose your car build out. i totally
2: agree I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah and they have that but it's all cosmetic it's all totally cosmetic. right yeah so mike thank God. God. there's Funny. two colors yeah. there's what an orange and blue yeah and my my orange car is like a pink car with pink highlights <laughs> with an american <laughs> flag <laughs> and shoots pink smoke out of the back of it yeah. so that's oh and a fireman hat Oh, yeah. that is, that is hats. That's excellent. Because it's on Steam. Pink America. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the. I have a know, wizard hat, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what you were saying about um, sort of nuance, the thing I. Well, I guess all the stuff you were saying, the thing I love most in multiplayer is nuance within a constrained yeah. set of kind of variables. And like w- enough nuance within those variables that it actually creates an incredibly sophisticated and broad array of outcomes. But I I just connect so much better with the smaller number of inputs as opposed to say a fighting game, which are also amazing and produce like incredible, Mm -hmm. you know, outputs and range and nuance, but just starting with a lot more inputs. And that's just uh, always been harder for me to get around. And that I think connects it, Danielle to, you know, video ball or one of the other games, Mm, one of the sort of more 2d indie looking versions of, of these games. But I think they share that's that philosophical grounding of like relatively small number of inputs, relatively small number of systems, with high fidelity of um, like simulation, taking those things all into account and creating a really broad possibility space, a uh, very nuanced and broad possibility space from that small number of inputs and I just that is the kind of multiplayer game that I've found that I like the most, and this is a great one. Yes. Yep.
1: it's a really nice trend.
2: Yeah, I yeah. agree. hmm you guys want to take a break?: Yes, yeah. sure.
1: Video game.
2: This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Casper, a manufacturer of excellent, affordable mattresses that can be shipped to your home in a sort of hilariously compact uh, little container that the mattress will explode out of, and it's adorable. <laughs> but also, it's a great mattress that you put on your bed and sleep in. Uh, Sean Vanneman has a Casper mattress. Idle Thumbs co-host Sean Vanneman. And I have slept in, on his Casper mattress Um, overnight, multiple times, and it is quite comfortable. I really approve of that (laughs) mattress. Uh, If you go to casper.com slash thumbs and use the promo code thumbs when you're checking out, you will get $50 off your purchase of a Casper mattress. And if you order a Casper mattress uh, by going to casper.com slash thumbs using the promo code thumbs... Uh, you can try it out once it gets to your home. And for a 100 days, just see if you like it. And if you don't, you can return it and get your money back. Super easy. You'll probably like it, though, because they're good. Uh, Casper.com slash thumbs and use the promo code thumbs for $50 off. Video cool. It is cool. It's Casper. <laughs>
3: Fuck you! You sleep on them. <laughs> you sleep on them.
1: Uh, I was trying to think of a good two thumbs up jerk, but there's no like two spines up. That's Ugh, like gross. Mortal Kombat or something. Ugh. It's just no, it's just no good. Two
0: spines. Rip out, out. someone's
2: spine playing a video game and comfortably rested on a Casper mattress. <laughs> oh yeah, Casper mattresses so comfortable you won't even notice your spine's been ripped out. This Idle <laughs> Thumbs episode
0: negative like seven hundred thousand mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. 1994. Mm -hmm. Get over
1: here and sleep.
0: And sleep on this Casper mattress (laughs) while I shit down your throat. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys ready to be back? I'm ready.
1: I'm ready to be back like I'm the fourth game in a series that came out in the same year. With Five Nights at Freddy's 4.
2: Oh, shit. I've never played a Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> so I've played the original. Okay. Um, that is my context.
1: So this Go. game. Okay.
2: Th- I'm going to be the fucking lame dad here. <laughs> what the hell is Five Nights at Freddy's? Did
1: you ever play Night Trap? I mean, a good old I Sega, mean, I Sega didn't, CD. I did but I'm aware of it. You know it's what it is. is? You're
2: aware of the controversy. I mean, I'm just aware that it was a, Trap, a hilarious FMV game. Boop. Where a, a lady has like is mur- <laughs> Murdered maybe I don't even know There's
1: a There's a bit of that in Night Trap Well okay Five Nights at I'm Freddy's I'm even more of
2: a dad <laughs> like, oh, Didn't even happened. play Night Trap <laughs> <laughs> Probably a dad, actually. Probably yeah. some yeah. dads out
0: there. A, a dad played it at like eleven thirty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
2: and
1: he yeah. just wanted to see. I if- hear
0: that this game. My kids got that console. Yeah. Night trap purchased while well wearing yeah. like really <laughs> awkward clothes. Um, <laughs> cash paid by dad. Wearing
1: awkward baseball cap from his high school days. <laughs> yep. I heard maybe there's, there's a young lady in a 90 in this takes game. Takes the and-
3: Toys R Us pre order <laughs> slip. <laughs> Oh my God. Returns to collect.
0: So a dad brings his kid to Toys R Us to buy an RC car and then it's right. like yeah with keep playing with those he, he, he sidles it. over to the game god. zone <laughs> oh god I gotta pick this up at the little like the window brick, bricked in the counter window. in the oh, back yeah. the little plastic night window. trap why are you selling Toys R Us <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. anyway so you played night trap
1: <laughs> well I played uh, I,
2: no you played Five, played Nights, five at Freddy's Nights, Nights at Freddy's four. I didn't even realize Five Nights at Freddy's was an FMV game you just said Fight Night at Freddy's That's I a, realized five that, different that game. Fight Night 4 at Freddy's that sounds like a fun Sorry, is Five Nights at it's a
0: Freddy's. It's kind an FMV of game? an
1: FMV game, sort of. I mean, you're switching the, the ori- yeah. in the original game, yeah. which every single thing has been an iteration of. You're basically switching between different camera views of different pre-rendered rooms. And the, the premise of the first game, which the fourth game takes on, you're sort of like a, 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 you know, you have a crappy job as the night watchman at a pizza place. It's supposed to be just like a Chuck E. Cheese, but it's Freddy's. At Freddy Fazbear's fun whatever bullshit name. Um, And, you know, the audio animatronics, just like Chuck E. Cheese, have gone... They're a little weird. Something's wrong with them. Just make sure you know just they're like walking check- around. Like check- yeah, exactly. Like, you know. <laughs> they're a little weird. Um, in In this game, it's a horror game. They're murderous and they want to kill you. You basically have you basically are sitting in sort of a little security desk area. You're looking through security footage. If <clears> one <throat> of them comes close to you, you have to like shut the door or shut the vent. Is the or... footage
0: ostensibly live that you're switching between? Ostensibly, yes. yes. But... Even though
1: it's all pre-rendered, right, right. It's right. All, but it's you know... all unspooling yes. in real
0: time
3: across yes. multiple feeds. That's okay. the
1: idea. That's the idea. I played the first. Two. Well, the, I didn't play the third one, and then I just played the fourth one. Which the came doors, out this week.
3: the doors have a power meter, right? Yes. So you can't just keep them closed because you then only all the power sometimes. runs out. Yeah. So you can
0: only yeah open so you up have those have to doors sometimes. So there's sort of yeah. like a plate spinning element.
3: Yes. And it. then if yeah. you fail, a jump scare happens. Yes. And, and it's it, it, the it whole actually, game. Sounds good it's, to me. It's
1: the whole thing. <laughs> it was a viral sensation because this stuff is fun, do, fun to watch. Why Why do
2: Tumblr teens love Five Nights at Freddy's? This is a really speed. deep
1: question. <laughs> it's a really deep question. I imagine it's why people like slender games and stuff.
0: Yeah, because the, there's a scary. I'm not. Thing I'm, not, funny I'm, not to, I'm not denigrating it's fun to it. Watch I'm just saying people. it's
2: become an unusual, yeah. unusually huge scenario. Specifically, I mean, remember uh, uh, phenomenon. I know that it's big in general, but it seems particularly big in a way that few games are hmm. among teens. Do you remember? Oh, like do you remember like when you were a teen, Chris? Teens. I do remember very well when I was a teen, and we would share Flash videos. And
3: occasionally, there would be one that was just like the happiest Flash video ever, and then a fucking like ghoulish
2: face would come out and go like. And
4: And then be like, like okay, but the (laughs) thing you do with
2: those is you show them to other people and you tell them it's just like a maze, and they think it's a maze, yeah. And then they a face that comes. The fun was tricking someone else. Yeah, Yeah. In
1: this, I mean, it's a whole phenomenon. Like PewDiePie is part of why here's how popular Five
2: Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. on my phone I just type I just tried to search for it That's, and I typed in yeah. FOVE F-O-V-E on accident and it did you Five F-N-A-F yeah
1: I, I actually, oh my find God, it really... there's a movie.
2: There's a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Yeah. Yes, that's I mean, how big it
1: is. That's how huge it is. And these crazy. all have come out, I believe, in the same year. Like Scott Cawthon, Ca- Ca- Cawthon, Cawthon. Yeah. that's his name. Um,
2: Who originally was making religious games? Yeah, he was he made, making religious he Christian games. Christian games that didn't get a lot of pickup. Yeah, and he was feeling. Re- he was like. He was Just in the doldrums, he was so depressed that this thing that he saw as his calling, like, was not getting any traction. And he made Five Nights at Freddy's, like, very quickly, I think. Oh, yeah. man, so and there's got to be some secret well, messaging in Five Nights part at Freddy's. Of this, there yeah.
1: is. There's a ton of it. And actually, the fourth game <laughs> goes super deep into that. But for, first, first— Into trying to convert Freddy.
0: you to Christianity?
1: No, it's just— So in the, in the first couple of games, there's all this sort of <laughs> subtext <laughs> about a little kid named Timmy. And there's this oh, whole God. thing going on. There's a mini game that's sort of secret. There's all this other stuff going on in the fourth game, the one that came out just a couple of days ago. You are Timmy <laughs> in his bedroom. Who is Jesus. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Who is, you know, Aslan, Jesus, the lion, uh, or a child. You're a child in your bedroom in this <clears> game. <throat> and the creatures <laughs> followed you home from Freddy's. And you have five days until the big birthday party. It's a prequel to the first game. And so you have to you're you're basically facing away from your bed towards your closet. Just like the first couple of games, there's two doors. You can, like, open the door and see if something's down the hallway, which often there is, and there's a creepy critter, like, who's, you know, making a crazy face at you. Or you can, you know, sort of run to the other side. What you need to do in this one, it's all completely based on sound. You don't really have a power meter, but it's mm. completely based on whether you hear them breathing That's or if cool. you hear them making weird grindy sort of like audio animatronic noises. So if you hear breathing, you have to like hold the door closed with all of your little kid power. And then of course something can come from the bed or the closet or something else. Yeah. It's actually really terrifying that good and, and creepy. And fucking scary. Yeah, yeah it actually <laughs> is. It made me scream like absolutely like a like a child just yeah. full on screaming. Um, and it's and it's. I think it's good for what it is and I feel the same way about all the games in this series where it's like it's a pretty you're not gonna play this for hours and hours it's fun to kind of be part of the phenomenon and like play this game and scream a little bit and maybe stream it that sort of goes to your question earlier about like I know you're asking sort of in jest but like it, it actually is really interesting to me why this is so popular and why it's so popular it's with like that reaction people. Thing. It's, it's the, the watching other people thing. get scared yeah. yeah and it's actually really fun to do that at least see I think maybe they've gone back to the well one too many times on this one, but they changed the premise, so, you know, whatever. Um, It's actually really fun to watch horror streams, especially if somebody is, again, like, engaging and interesting to watch and has a big reaction when they get scared. It's kind of like, I don't know. I I guess I don't really know what it's like. It's kind of a new sort of phenomenon. But it's kind of cool, kind of interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm trying to think of the analog in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, it's really because there really clearly is one. And- I mean, a lot of Japanese television is based. Yeah, on Japanese this as well. TV yeah, in the yeah. 90s is is what
0: it reminds yeah. me of. Just yeah, just watching a weird in, an inset face of someone that has way too much like neon motion graphics overlay surrounding them, and <laughs> they, yep. they go, "Whoa!" because a weird animal's near them. Yep.
2: yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Reactions are just <laughs> fascinating.
2: yeah, or yeah, or Jake, you know, as you said, those Java games and st- or Nick, you were saying, yeah, like yeah. old Flash and Java yeah. games where a face appears.
1: <laughs> it was, it was funny to, like, trick your mom or whatever. Yeah, or yeah but imagine, imagine
2: instead <laughs> if you gonna watch mom. someone trick themselves on a stream. I mean, this is, we're definitely in, this is a, the last several years have been very fertile ground for things made or enjoyed by teens that are very DIY horror on the internet. Sure. Because there's all that Slenderman stuff. There's all of the, whatever that, like, sci-fi story about experiments, the big, like, huge, just, like, crowd I can't remember what it's called, but it's like Mm. when that, when they, when Frictional's trailer for Soma, when their first live action Soma trailer came out, a lot of people compared that to like whatever that series of kind of weird, creepy sci-fi stories was. The whole
1: creepypasta thing the whole phenomenon of that. Yeah. it's Yeah.
2: We're we're in an era that is fertile ground for sort of slightly under the radar, um, very community driven, creepy slash horror stuff.
1: Yeah, and it's I,
2: not slash horror, but like I
1: kind of like it, right? Right? Not yeah. not slasher. Probably, it probably Wait. births a
2: lot of creepy <laughs> slash horror. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure there is slash horror involved.
1: Um, and the last point I will make is when you're talking about Scott Cough, is it Cawthon, I think is his name. I I keep wanting to say Cawthorn, which is like reverse Rhode Island way of pronouncing his name.
2: It's Cawthon. Uh,
1: Cawthon, sorry. So the best part of of that story about you know the way he got to making these games from being, making religious games is somebody made some really mean comment on one of his earlier religious games. Like these, it was supposed to be like happy creatures, like cute mm-hmm. critters. They were supposed to be, you know, happy and fun. And somebody said they were really creepy and really terrified them. And I think this could be apocryphal, but it, it is perfect. And I, I read it somewhere that like, he was so disturbed by that. And he's like, fine, I'm just going to make a horror game out of these things. And that was sort of like where it began. All this hmm. Five Nights at Freddy's stuff, which I find wonderful because, yeah. yeah, creepy religious games are creepy.
2: Probably not in the way that person meant, though. They yeah. Probably Wait, but they so how
3: is the Unintentionally creepy. <laughs> how is it religious? I still want to, like, maybe I missed. There's I, don't a think, whole... I don't think
2: these are explicitly religious. Yeah, they're I mean.
1: not really explicitly religious, but there's a whole lot of Easter eggs and fan theories and this whole, again, uh, okay, this okay. is something Patricia has written about a lot. And I would, I would uh, send you towards Kotaku for some of her, like her writing on this stuff but it is also fascinating and the, the whole thing about Timmy who's the child at the center of this is like yeah there's probably some <laughs> some symbolism there but i i have not actually beaten this game i actually i get really frustrated they are super repetitive games like and if you don't kind of get the pattern perfectly it can just be really annoying to have a you know creepy rabbit jumping out at you every I, it so. like,
0: I gotta say real quick sorry it was really rude of me to just by default assume this guy was making things we're going to shadow try to convert you to christianity <laughs> <laughs> i'm to back off that because that was actually just totally unacceptable of me sorry um anyway go ahead nick the guilt was no, uh, just, the guilt was our it's just off. rude i wouldn't say that about like any other <gasps> goddamn religion so yeah, like that's, that's just yeah. rude of me
3: anyway um Uh, It seems like a lot of these sort of small horror experiments and games are built on repetition at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems like like the PT demo, all these things are sort of, like, designed specifically for these, like, very small... Like you know, super tiny scoped things that are just meant to be consumed over and over and over again. It's the same scare every time, but you know it's coming because it's the same scare every time. Therefore, yeah. it makes it sort of compounds the, you know what I mean? Like it's very different than it compounds
1: the shareability of it almost.
3: It's it's different than a haunted house or or sort of yeah, different than a like horror a film where those are like something. linear sort of like yeah. you know, experiences. Like watching a f- horror film, you you sort of I guess unless you've seen it before. It's just a thing that just runs and then it, it ends. But these things are just no. It's like the same thing over and over. The same five minutes. Yeah. But also like this it's variable is machine. slightly different this
2: time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's almost that's almost like the Saw series or something though. Yeah. I, suppose. I mean like those are movies. Larger, those are movies that end, yeah. but they. I mean I don't know if they're still making them, but for a while there they're making them every year. Mm. And it's like this yeah, is... Saw
0: and Paranormal Activity is an even more yeah. extreme oh, evolution yeah. of that I think, mm-hmm. but.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Who else has a game?
3: <laughs> so you played more Fallout. Oh, man. Chris. Fallout. So I had oh a weird thing I wanted to say oh, about my it. vault. Do yeah. it. <laughs> Maybe before you sort of continue your saga. Are you uh, still
2: playing Fallout
3: Shelter? I am.
2: I am still playing Fallout Shelter. I don't know why.
3: Uh, <laughs> because <I've, laughs> there's nothing left to do. I have superhumans just in my vault. Oh, man. Really? All, what is your... What's the? what's the... Sort of picture of your vault. I'm uh, insanely rich. Everyone's a superhuman god, and they have nothing to do. Like, there's just <laughs> nothing more to do. I send no, them so all out
2: to bring play, back tens of thousands of maybe, caps. You maybe have, been, you've actually maybe played more of this game than I have. Then maybe I don't know. I mean, you definitely uh, have. If you're, if you're, I mean, I'm, I'm nearing enti- the point at which your
3: entire all of my base is maxed out. It's not entirely maxed out, but I have at least thirty guys who are pretty close to maxed out that are just okay. constantly bringing back just tens of thousands right. of, of caps. Like, it's, there's really nothing. Left to do except that i turned it on uh two nights ago and everyone in my base was like randomly irradiated to the point at which is that what is that i don't really know why sometimes (laughs) just really strange yeah i i just everyone had the frowny face and they all were complaining about having radiation sickness and then you have to individually click on 200 different people yep. and yep. heal them all to last with week. pouches of yep. radiation. One by one administering red two whatever.
2: doses of the thing, usually. Yeah, two. Yeah. Two oh, f- and times 200. Yeah. <laughs> this is when the vault overseer just goes... What? Dude, I have to
3: do this?
4: <laughs>
3: Can't somebody else do this? Like, what? I gotta sit here and do
2: this? St- Come on! Like, yep. it just... All the hospital room does is, like, yeah. make the serum that you then Why aren't have they going medicine. to the hospital? Yeah. Why do I have to do it?
3: I have to do everything. It's fun and tactile <laughs> for players. <laughs> I think they're actually... So I'm the sure. update that's coming out, I think they have, like, a thing that's gonna just run around and do all this shit automatically. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward um, to the update. Because Handy, I think dude. probably about the time the update comes out, Is gonna be when I'm maxed when I've maxed things. Are you like literally coming up on on actually? No, I'm not. I I I mean I'm impressed, Nick, that (laughs) that you have gotten that far because I I mean I have a lot of like I have a lot of people who out of the what S P E C I A out of the seven stats yeah you know I have a lot of people with like three to five of -hmm. their stats fully maxed and then the other one's pretty pretty low down. Uh, The funny thing about my base is that. Just about everyone who's actually working on important job when it co- – you know, in terms of like power, water, food, actual jobs that sustain the base, none of – almost none of them are superhumans. They're mm. all basically normal people with normal stats. This is
0: getting – this is already depressing. Yeah. 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 So no, like, I, This is kind of the way mine developed you have like a, a worker class. Like I, yeah. Class. And they're
2: all really high level because the way that you actually yeah. level up is by doing a job or by going out into the wasteland – but going to one of the training rooms that just trains your stats doesn't level you up. So I have this like base full of like level one gods, people who are like, all their stats are fucking pumped. And I've just started interpreting that as basically age. Like all these just like <laughs> young fucking like superhumans. And yeah. then the like old like level 40, kind of like, I'm just, I'm just good at water purification. And that's Aww. it. That's my job. And they're not even maxed in that stat. They're just like, seven out of ten or whatever and they're like i'm pretty good at it meanwhile there's like this slowly developing super race who's gonna steal all of their jobs like i because i don't rotate people in and out of those i'm like the people who are in the training rooms your job is to just become perfect and so i only i have this like i'm basically the most intense like shift manager who's ever existed on earth because i have to like every time one of them maxes out a stat i have to find another like slot to put them in, in a different training room that is for one of the stats that they haven't maxed yet. And it's like, okay, and I have to shuffle them all around. And every time I open the game, like the vast majority of my time is spent just like shuffling people around and painstakingly making sure that they're all like in the optimal room that will raise the stat that they need the most. And they're all just slowly inching towards being totally like physically and mentally at their absolute possible max. Um, And then all the people and Okay. I, I should go. Actually, go back to where I left off last week, though, with the the Pope. So the the Pope was waiting outside, <laughs> like, and I, I, I did the last does. time on uh, for okay, for follow up. So, no, so, I don't actually. I'm just well. I'm going to give it to you. So last time, <laughs> the way that I ended last week, um the state my base was in at the time we did the pod, most recent podcast, uh, I had a woman who was indefinitely pregnant. Because no, I have like twenty I, of those. I, I,
4: <laughs> oh my god!
2: Because I accidentally. Yeah, I did what I assume you did, which is that I I, – I guess what you did not have was a strict no-pregnancy policy. I maintained for quite a long time a very strict no-pregnancy policy. which I I accidentally dropped the ball once and immediately these people went off and and (laughs) tried to have a kid. And so I had this woman who was pregnant. Is that
1: craft mattress? Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Casper mattress?
1: Casper, Um, sorry. um, I
2: had this woman who was just pregnant forever and then separately – there was a Pope guy in a Pope hat outside who wanted to get let in behind the three other people who've yeah. been trying to get in my base. For, I got that for, guy for, too. Forever. Not the Pope. But. <laughs> and, and, so what I finally did after talking through it on the podcast last week was I took my two shittiest people, my lowest level crappiest oh, people. Oh. And I put them into a disused water purification plant. And I just started fires until they were dead. <laughs> And the the absolute. Holy
3: fuck. (laughs) Holy fuck. Well, so I had considered this. Well, I, even I, Chris,
1: (laughs) even Nick could not bring
3: myself. Well, in my case, I would have to take 20 pregnant ladies (laughs) and somehow deal with that. You cannot. (laughs) Pregnant ladies, that's true, they run away. There's no way to deal with them, guys. Whereas
0: Chris will happily
2: baby wall two uh, (laughs) the shittiest adults. Shitty dudes. Actually, I think I might have even. I might have their names on my phone. I might have- <laughs> oh my God! Um, but I, yeah, I. I, I I'm put- sure you have their files somewhere on your desk. <laughs> you fucking twiddle away drinking your Nuka Cola.
3: <laughs> firing against your. Watching on the security camera yeah. as they burn <laughs> just,
2: yeah. silently. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh- Sandra Snow and Juan Taylor. And I picked them because they were the unhappiest people in my base. And I was like, "Fuck if, off." And I was like, "If you're not oh going to be fucking, you should have picked the this- happiest best people and be like, "You guys did
0: it. You live the dream." Flames. No. <laughs> Those people bring up my average.
2: Oh my god. So these so so uh, Never
0: put Chris Raymond in charge of any humans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Sandra Snow and Juan Taylor uh, were burned. And the what was crazy about it is that the Instant, like the fucking <clears throat> split second that uh, Juan Taylor, who was the first to die, died the second he died, the baby born. was born, yeah, like oh just god. popped out, like uh, the just this, the thing popped up. Of course, I'm that so baby was, in, was life for yeah, a life, of course, that baby was instantly named Nick Brecken.
1: Uh, oh my god,
2: <laughs> yeah, um, <sighs> Nick Brecken born to Kayla Boyd and David Boyd. And, it's an interesting uh, choice for a name. I like it. Oh, yeah. I, 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 it's yep. you know unorthodox, but you know I I, I
3: appreciate
2: it. It kind of looks like then, Nick, it kind of looks like Nick Brickin. Here's what the little baby looks yeah, like. Yeah, actually, it's got that that very kind like, got uh, your eyes you know, there. Clear cut, clean cut hair. That Nick Brick, Yeah, kinda.
1: the Nick Those glasses.
2: Fire. Yeah, so that happened, and then I let the Pope in. Other three people are still out there uh, waiting. And what was crazy is that as soon, as, basically, as soon as I let the Pope in, one of my people came back from the waste from the vault, with another Pope hat. So now I have, like, Pope and anti-Pope, both in my base there. And that gave me the idea of, like, the next thing I'm gonna do with my base. So I'd already I'd already sort of embarked on a program to just, like, get rid of all my shitty weapons. So, like, any weapon that whose minimum damage is lower than seven, I'm just like, it's gone, sold it, hate it.
1: It's the next Sondra Snow. And
2: then I realized, like, I could do the same thing with clothing. <laughs> and so I'm like, I, if I have a base full of, like, Incredibly intelligent, <laughs> incredibly strong, incredibly perceptive, charismatic people. Um, I want them to all look really good as well. <laughs> so I am like, I am disposing just, of oh any clothing that is not formal wear, professional wear, or leisure wear. In other words, anything that is like armor or combat gear or anything like ragged is just gone. It's totally gone. God, so the I only really, thing
3: really hope that the update raises the stat uh, max from like 10 to 20. And you've just got a bunch of people in fucking like underwear walking around. Just <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I got a just, lot of
2: people. I got a lot of people underwear. Yeah. I got people in underwear. I have people in like evening wear. I have people in like formal wear. I have people in like very smart military outfits, not combat. Uh, outfits. Officers dress, only. Like, yes. yeah, dress The officers. Officer, uh, officer uh, yeah. uniforms officer only. Attire. Um, I have various kinds That's of clergy. Um, I have sort of like summer sort of picnic clothes for some Man, reason. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for the update that comes in that allows
0: just revolts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because your people must hate you. This This happiness that you're seeing is a facade. There really should be they the vault within the vault. Yeah, should, we're, a, there should like, be a
3: building that is just the overseer's office yeah. that you can barricade? And yeah, then- because, <laughs> because it will be
0: revealed that these are, these are the stats that you're seeing, but there's like a secret set of under stats. Yeah. That is like oh, the actual discontent. way they feel. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm so happy that I have to wear a fucking suit every day <laughs> when I live under the ground with two popes walking around and I can't have sex. <laughs> Fuck. Like, <laughs> And oh my, my sister was burned alive Yeah, yeah
1: exactly <laughs> And one and Sandra
0: Accidentally <laughs> Like two <laughs> updates from now Some you're just going to get A little text string That comes over and goes brruh, brruh, This is for Sandra And then just like The base <laughs> is on oh fire Oh my god
1: yeah, this is like that Twilight Zone episode. You open episode. it up, and there's,
0: everyone is gone, and there's just a tiny, like, 32 by 32 pixel sprite of a hole. Yeah. Like, a, a poster falls down, and everyone has, like, Shawshank Redemption to themselves into a second other base, and then you are just burned.
1: <laughs> okay. because, yeah, it's like this, the Twilight Zone episode where it's the little boy who's a, who's the evil monster who's, he can read your mind, so you have to think happy thoughts the whole time.
3: Yeah, the camera just zooms out from Fallout Shelter to reveal that Fallout Shelter is just a security camera that the overseer is watching. <laughs> then the camera pans left and you have to close the door.
0: It's five Nights <laughs> at Freddy's Five.
3: People like fucking raiding your, your goddamn thing in the night. It's perfect, uh, and just they're,
0: just, like, amazing. they're all
1: wearing suits. <laughs> if you have
0: you see everyone start funneling out of your
1: base towards
0: yeah. your office, and then yeah, the camera just whips around and you can look at your fallout shelter or you can look at your five minutes. Right, in and your, your energy doors. meter
3: now just use is used for the doors. Just down. Uh, down. And, and your food and water is just the the amount of food and water you have like underneath your desk to hold out oh, against God. the horde of like <laughs> insane irradiated uh wizard jam 2 needed officers. right now oh, yeah
1: <laughs> officers and evening wear <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> clad people
0: people in underwear and suits just <laughs> popes, <laughs> popes.
2: <sighs> anyway the so that's what's game. going on in my base <laughs> seems good yeah
1: business as usual
2: mm-hmm. do you guys want to
4: read
3: mail oh no nick's got well so this was an intense robot news week That's true. It was.
2: This was. was. Robot Newsweek
0: is the magazine. uh, (laughs) choice of robots.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So this week was the the Robot Newsweek was the magazine that was founded to warn us, but was quickly (laughs) co-opted and just became the (laughs) leading source of news for robots everywhere.
3: (laughs) 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 So I actually this this was a a a really strange week for me because it it was actually the week where I sort of whatever grew up with Terminator. We have been joking about Robot News for two years. This oh, it was hit the, you finally. This was the week where it hit me on an animal level where I actually spent three, four hours one night reading research about all this stuff and actually becoming really scared. Oh, like yeah. I, This was the week where I seriously like, just tipped over the edge of, of all of this. Okay, so I'm actually not and up to date
0: on robot news because I had a uh, a ridiculous week. So what is, what is the so, robot news?
3: So this week, so there was a Reddit AMA with Stephen Hawking that was announced a couple of weeks ago. He's going to go on Reddit there are going to be seven days of questions about specifically about the dangers of artificial intelligence. He's he's been like, he's been the cheerleader. He's been like AI will destroy us for a while. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So this week, him. So, uh, Elon Musk, uh, Steve Wozniak and Hawking urge ban on warfare AI and autonomous weapons. And so this is a letter, an open letter with, I think them and a thousand leading experts, uh, calling for a ban on military AI development and autonomous weapons. Um, uh, This will go entirely ignored. The letter states AI technology has reached a point where the deployment of autonomous weapons is practically, if not legally feasible, within years, not decades. And the stakes are high. Autonomous weapons have been described as the third revolution in warfare after gunpowder and nuclear arms. The authors argue that AI can be used to make the battlefield a safer place, but that offensive weapons that operate on their own would lower the threshold of going to battle and result in a greater loss of human life. The end point of this technological trajectory is obvious. Autonomous weapons will become the Kalashnikovs of tomorrow, tomorrow. The key question for humanity today is whether to start a global AI arms race or to prevent it from starting, said the authors. Now, I read this, which is scary enough, and then I sat there and read stuff by this guy. um, uh, Oh, crap. I just forgot his name already uh, right at the second I was going to talk about him. His, His name is Nick. Sort of the B, but in any case, Bostrom, Bost, Bostrom, Nick Bostrom. <laughs> okay. Nick Brook. He wrote about it on he's a really blog smart. called Nick Reckoning." You're on a live journal. It's <laughs> a <Yeah. laughs> Reckoning. Uh, there's this guy, Nick Bostrom. He's been writing about this stuff for, for years. Um, and I just, I guess I didn't know enough about really what the singularity implied or even just kind of the basic concepts that go, that are you know, sort of like lead up to that moment. It's fucking terrifying. Like, basically, I just hadn't, like, the weight of it hadn't hit me. But the idea that in the span of time in which we've existed, there are, you know, like, chimp-level intelligence, and then there's human-level intelligence, and then there's Einstein. And those, like, you know, on a graph, those bars are actually really, compared to the superintelligence of a potential AI, are so far away from what that thing is (laughs) that basically like the ramifications of that theory that there could be a singularity where an AI would just start learning at an exponential rate and become something else. That thing would just basically be like, like to what a bear thinks of us. Like they just would have no, we'd have no comprehension of what this thing is. It would be like an alien landing. We just wouldn't know what to do with it. It would just take over
2: instantly. Motivation just becomes like, it's like the, um, you know, the person in the 2d world trying to grasp, grasp, 3d or the person in the 3d world yeah. kind of grasp 40 yeah because you can see that movement is happening and you can see cause and effect and like if i annoy it it does a thing but any of the motivations going on are fucking beyond you
3: yeah i guess it was just the idea that this could happen within a, a couple decades probably like that now they're kind of saying like uh, probably in a couple of decades maybe a little longer maybe a little shorter but like you know eh, probably probably right around then. That's so well within my lifetime. The (laughs) idea that just this thing, like, it's not Terminator because we don't know what it's going to do. But the fact that we don't know is even scarier. The fact that it could just be like a god. Like, a god could just be birthed (laughs) on Earth. Like, there was all these examples. There were all these examples of, of like, based on sort of the core programming behind these sort of algorithms that are going to be developed. You know, like, Deep Wave, Google Deep Wave or whatever. Sorry, Deep Dream. Deep Dream, yeah. Yeah. sort of the the basic function of the thing could actually end up being what it ultimately uh, aspires to do so like if it aspires had...
0: to affix eyeballs to right. all yeah. jpegs
3: yes. <laughs> but like if it if it was really good at i think this was a um, Nick Bostrom thing but like he said if he's if you design an ai for instance to be really good at developing paper clips the nightmare scenario would be that because that is its directive it like the first thing it does is kill every human on the planet because it knows the most efficient way to do this is just get rid of all this stuff. And then now let's just transform the Earth into this huge fucking factory for making paper clips. And oh, we'll send like probes to asteroids and strip mine the asteroids and, and just like basically just do all this crazy shit. And then the end result of it is that there's just a fucking of It's just the most banal AI thing in the world. There's just a yeah. bunch of like the moon is just paperclips. filled with paper clips. And that's the fucking future <laughs> oh,
0: of my like God. what an amazing what an amazing like uh, just like decayed society to de- to discover. In a st- yeah. I'm sure that like I have not read enough sci-fi to to hit that. Right. But the like mm-hmm. the war, like the interstellar the probe that
3: just slowly slides like, past the planet, like just, just filled with fucking. Yeah, you like, oh my yeah. god,
0: it's just like those office grabby things to pinch like seventy yeah. pieces of paper
3: together. Like, but all
1: just that exists.
3: All of the yeah, see you yeah,
1: legacy. That's beautiful. There was
3: another example that was something along the lines of a program that was written to be like a customer service robot. And so it was learning about like, you know, human diction. And so they allow it to connect to the Internet to sort of, you know, whatever, pull off every word that's ever been written and then know humans better. But that the first thing that was ever like that it ever latched onto was the company motto, which was like. Our customers come first, and then this thing just kills every human, <laughs> but then like reprints our customers, customers come first everywhere. It's just like. <laughs> my god. Oh my god. Anyway, I lost my mind this week. Uh, and it was terrifying.
2: Man, that's, that, that definitely happens by way of like the, the, you know, the fucking GM cars inexplicably having their, oh, yeah. like, two way internet connection connected to the brakes and shit like that's definitely the sort of back door through which this stuff accidentally happens it's like yeah. well, why is everything connected why are things that shouldn't be connected connected that is that is what our well, downfall will
3: the, be the other scariest thing that i that i hadn't really considered it's true is that I know is that the idea that basically the span of time it will take to like birth an ai that is um of a human level of intelligence is whatever a set number of years like 20 years The time it will take for that level of AI to develop into something that we can't even comprehend could be like days. It could be like four days because once you've developed an AI that can learn and teach itself things, it will just like exponentially just – I mean, it's basically just Terminator, Um, which when you think about it is insane because you'll just wake up on a Monday and they'll say, "Uh, we got this thing. It's kind of doing some stuff. And then four days later, everything is just a fucking chaotic mess, and the world is crumbling. The world is Because the second you allow it to access the internet, it's just all over. Like, it's just fucking done. You check the news one day, and Chris Crawford has finally shipped his game. Four days later, (laughs) humanity is erased. (laughs) Oh, man. Did you guys hear that Derek Smart was making some noise about that space game? Yeah, Derek Smart (laughs) is
0: earlier when you were talking about wanting to make a fake news day that was like 15 years
2: in the past? Yeah, Derek Smart roll whole thing about... um about Chris Roberts' game, <laughs> what is it called? robert Space Industries game. Yeah. Star, Citizen. Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Wait, Derek, Derek Smart is now talking about Star Citizen. Yeah, Derek was Smart up, wrote... up in arms about but it because he was like, "I'm Derek no... Smart's annoyed about something." <laughs> Derek oh, Smart wrote this whole thing where he's like, "I'm the only person alive who's ever made a game where you can like be in space and on the ground and do this." Oh, and because you know, they canceled the first and person I'm, thing. And I'm the only yeah. one who could do did it. And I say that this game will never happen. And he's probably right that Star Citizen is never going to happen. <laughs> honestly, I mean, not yeah. in the way that it. That it well the they canceled the first like person built, shooter right, component. Exactly. They canceled the FPS component. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that game. But
3: Jeanette, my girlfriend Janelle was like, Derek Smart guy was complaining about this uh, Star Citizen <laughs> you should and, and I was like, Do you know who Derek Smart is? And she's, you know, like five years younger than me, six years younger than me, and she's like no, who's Derek Smart? I was like, oh man, I can't even really. Well, there's expl- probably a lot of
2: people younger than that listening to this podcast. Yeah. Who's
3: Derek Smart? Well, Derek Smart was, a, I guess, an independent developer. Yeah. Uh, one of the f- he was actually f- a first very early, early independent PC developer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he made a series of games you called. He had a bunch of 4X space games, right? I uh, well, don't no, they
0: were, or they they, just they were, were like, like elite. They were like games. early. That's flight, right, yeah. You know, like but the, ba-
3: like battle like a, three thousand yeah, yeah, AD, yeah, I think, battle was cruiser, the yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So they were yeah heavy sims where you would sort of fly a battle cruiser and then get out of the battle cruiser and go out to a planet and you know the I you know it's very Star Citizen esque, I guess. But he was just infamous for sort of overpromising and not delivering. People ju- he just so became Star like yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he also was kettles. just sort of a personality that on the early internet you would right. just hear about. I remember
2: he was on Usenet. He was, you know, and like there was a thing he where like wrote, if he you wrote said... a lot of like he, I feel like that I actually knew of him through video com, uh, computer game magazines because mm. he was like he would
0: still like in the early mid 2000s he would show up in Shack News comments, yes. yeah. and be the same yeah. guy that he's always been.
3: Yeah, I remember that people would say if you said Derek Smart three times like Beetlejuice, right. he would that appear was just something because, awful. because <laughs> yeah, yeah, God. Anyway.
2: <laughs> it was a really. strange... Anyway, Derek Smart warned about perils of AI. <laughs> I'm the only, only person who's made an AI of this yeah. magnitude <laughs> before, and I'll tell you, it's a disaster. <laughs>
3: <sighs> anyway, so,
2: yeah, re- read a mail then. I kind of like that Derek Smart is <laughs> still. <laughs> so, no, I will. I, this is like a 10-second thing. Right. I like that Derek Smart is still around because there are so few. Just sort of. Older video game developers still around. And Derek true. Smart is not like an old man, but he's I think probably in his fifties by now. Probably late, I would guess like late fifties, maybe. Um, and that's just so rare to have someone who's stuck around in video games, man. So he's into he might middle age. He'll drift like, from sort late of a, middle age. I mean, sort of like
0: annoying to
2: cantankerous. Right. <laughs> that's, yeah. Actually, that's true. If you read the thing he wrote, because it's basically it's like a pretty. Um, level headed thing but it's full of like chip on shoulder and you know like it's exactly as you say it's like, full it's, of cantank yes it's definitely Jeez. it's it's more cantankerous than like raging you know what I mean it's not right. he's not like doing what happened before where he'd get in these like protracted arguments with just some guy on the internet um, He's just he wrote a piece that is like okay yeah I see you it's true you do actually have this perspective on this kind of game that relatively few game developers do but you know like it's just the whole thing is laced with this like simmering frustration um <laughs> anyway yeah so that that was all i had to say about that um uh yeah we can do some reader mail
1: i'm really disturbed now for, <laughs> yeah. for our future for our robot yeah, future i know i mean
2: well this I'm, is no, i'm really it's weird. My, this is the era this is the time for it because there was also that new yorker article about the earthquake that's gonna just oh like, god uh, oh, yeah. just decimate fuck seattle up the pacific the entire, northwest yeah oh my and god. Oregon.
1: we're all gonna die
0: yeah don't worry so, about it. It seems like something At like least this.
1: I won't die in a in a fire in a, in a vault, I hoped.
2: Uh, <laughs> that's on the table now. That's I mean, it really seems like it's It's
1: really possible.
2: It's okay. Our, our the yeah, the, <laughs> the bunkers that we created to avert to like escape the tsunamis and earthquakes are yeah. manned uh, by very competent AIs. right uh, <laughs> oh, it's no! totally fine. Yeah. They're very sophisticated. No! <laughs>
3: Keep them happy, it says. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Keep 200 of them happy (laughs) (laughs) Okay Equals equals 200 Somewhere in that code, (laughs) that's all That's the only
1: (laughs) Keep them happy and pregnant
2: Oh gross No, No, keep them happy, do not let them (laughs) Do not let them be pregnant (laughs) It's reader mail
0: It's reader mail It's reader mail
2: It's Reader Mail. It's Reader Mail. It's Reader Mail. All right. So here's some Reader Mail. Jennifer Bailey writes, who is Nick (laughs) Brecken? Oh, he's a baby Uh, (laughs) in in Chris's face. Yeah, yeah. Vault dweller (laughs) number 201. Very happy baby. (laughs) Hi, Thumbs. I'm a new fan of your show. I've skipped around and listened to about 15 recent-ish episodes so far. I enjoy your enthusiasm, excitement, and positive attitude about video games, which was surprisingly lacking in a bunch of other podcasts I sampled. Take that. This sounds a little bit dumb as I'm writing it, but you often refer to or joke about Nick Brecken. <laughs> I was wondering if you could recommend some past episodes he's hosted to get me up to speed. Are there any classic Nick Brecken episodes? Anyway, thanks for all you put into the show. I'm really enjoying it, Jennifer.
0: Man, there are some classic Nick Brecken really episodes, are. and it's really hard for me to remember which ones they are,
2: but like there are I would some say if you're a long time. <clears throat> idle thumbs listener and you have a favorite nick Brecken episode or you're moment, an idiot you can you can go to uh, actually just send us an email at questions at and subject nick Brecken. <laughs> yeah and this is a great this is a great Damn tie-in it. to another another thing that we don't mention enough uh which is that if there's a particular moment you want to to mention you can find it probably more easily than you otherwise would be able to by going to our youtube channel which is youtube.com slash idle videos which is manned by the inexhaustible and extremely uh, competent Johnny Driggs, a listener who's been um, creating our YouTube, uh, who's been maintaining our YouTube channel for for a couple of years now. And every single episode of Idle Thumbs, he has painstakingly annotated with time codes in the YouTube description, so you can hot link directly to your favorite Nick Brecken moment and share it with us at questionsatidlethumbs.net, and we will d- you, read Johnny some of those Triggs. next week, so Jennifer can can acquaint herself with the human phenomenon that is Nick Bracken. I'll make sure not to be here for that. (laughs) (laughs) That actually reminds me. um,
0: There's a service that a reader made called ThumbsDB that is amazing and categorized all of these YouTube things. And then I got some emails from someone uh, and I did not respond to them who had done a bunch of cleanup work to it. And I'm really sorry. And if you're still out there listening to the podcast please write me now because I will respond to you. I like <laughs> yeah. he put a, he put a ton of work into it and it was like <clears> super <throat> feature plus. And yeah. then I was just like in the middle of firewatch prep for GDC and didn't write him back. I felt oh, Like a big butthole. So I'm sorry. <laughs> please talk to me. Call me,
2: please call me. I might've just called you and you picked up the phone and I don't, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right, so Mitch Sickler writes, guns taped to drones. I was listening to last week's episode, and during the Robot News segment, you discussed guns being taped to drones and how in a year this would be on CSI. Well, the CW show (laughs) iZombie beat them to the punch. In episode nine of the first season, which aired earlier this year, a dude is found dead at a paintball range, and they determined by the trajectory that the bullet must have come from fairly high up in a copse of trees close by. Instead, it turned out to be a drone holding a gun hovering in the air, so the trajectory was off. Obviously, we can c- conclude from this that robots will kill us all and make it look like snipers <clears throat> in the trees did it. <laughs> anyway, the show's fun and has some well written dialogue if you're looking for something light to watch. I'm a little embarrassed that this is my first write in, but oh well, thanks for the great pod, Mitch.
0: You know, um, I saw a couple episodes of iZombie, and it is actually a show run by Rob Thomas, who created Veronica Mars. So, huh. based on a graphic
3: novel, I think. What were you going to say, Nick? Um, just, I saw a drone uh, race on the internet there's a whole drone drone racing
2: thing but then somebody (laughs) i saw a drone race to murder someone
3: (laughs) well so they they strap on uh like a heads up um like they're not it's not like a v it's not like oculus rift but it's some kind of glass um solution that gives them a video feed of the forward um camera on the drones and so it's these that a cyberpunk
0: like, as fuck. fuck? There are these yeah. guys really? with drone Xbox. racers wearing goggles <laughs> yeah. that show the drones' <laughs> eyes? Yeah.
3: they're sitting there with Xbox controllers, and they have the fucking, like, X-Files glasses on, oh and they're God. just flying, you know, in first person, these super-fast drones through, uh, like, shit. pilot wings and loops.
2: Fortunately, we are entering both the Terminator future... And the like yeah, right. cyberpunk resistance future, where <laughs> right <laughs> we also now have the army of people who have
0: the robots <laughs> right. will fight yeah, the robots. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like bring those guys in, and then it's, yeah. like six guys come and open up huge the like, troopers. I mean, they're huge, just like, like yeah. basically <laughs> blockbuster briefcases, and then they're like or like the fucking evil hoverboard in Back to the Future Two comes yeah. flying out, uh-huh. and then they put their glasses on and send those guys into the yeah, crevices no. of the factory that the robots have taken over to make paper clips. Yeah. We don't
1: want <laughs> Kyle Reese and John Connor. We need those guys. We need fucking yeah. drone That's we're gonna racers. Win. Yeah, man, I
0: rewatched. Um... Oh, hold on! They are f- clearly fucking flying those drones in because that's the only place where there's a conduit that they can plug in to jack into the cybernet.
4: <laughs> Obviously, those drones have a little like
0: R two D two. They just have a USB C port. Let's be honest, right. which then plugs in. Yeah, and then they like then they're in,
3: and the goggles transform into just a virtual world. Although I did want to point out that somebody I was reading a YouTube comment or something, and this guy said, which uh, is hilarious to me because often when Chris talks about. Um, well in any case, I'm not gonna mention that. But wait what, what? Uh, <laughs> Well no, I think this is hilarious. I think this is hilarious. <laughs> it might offend some people. I don't know. I don't know if I what? want to speak on your behalf. I when you talk about and you say, <laughs> in any case, edit that out, but what I did want to say was, uh, clap, 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 clap for me. <laughs> this is in the podcast. <laughs> what I did want to say is, uh, that there was a comment on the video that was hilarious to me where the guy said, um... I've been like flying remote controlled airplanes for years. We've never called them drones. Why are they
2: drones now? Like,
3: they're just (laughs) RC planes. Like, Like, what is this drone shit? I wonder why
2: why that, why that, where that terminology came from and why it is so. It's it's very, like, a quadcopter is
0: definitely different than a classic RC plane, but it's not that much different than an RC Mm. helicopter. And people call them drones, and I think it's actually fucked up because it conflates. The stupid thing yeah. that a guy in the park is flying with Obama with murdering people with a yeah. fucking missile. Yeah. I
2: hate it. I absolutely hate it. Well, yeah. except that you can also put a gun on your quadcopter. Yeah, but it's still <laughs> like I know, I know, I know. They're just it makes different worlds. They're not like yeah. it just it's, turns it's into the into a concept, universal yeah.
0: fear of a stupid thing that can fly. I'm like, that's kind of justified, but one of them is Actually,
1: one of them is a weapon, firing a missiles weapon. into the <clears> house
0: of someone, and one of them is a guy in the park taking a creepy yeah. picture of you. Maybe, admittedly, right.
2: <laughs> but it's probably not different Obama degrees. just unilaterally murdering people. Yeah, it's just, it's just different, man. To sorry, Danielle, when you were mentioning like John Connor and whatever. I we uh, Sarah and I rewatched the original Terminator recently, which I hadn't seen oh, for man. several years. We did that recently too. Oh, really? Yeah. That is a brutal, bleak. Oh, yeah. It's pretty dark oh, movie. Yeah. That is so different than all the other Terminator movies, which are like basic. I mean, they're like violent, but they're kind of just like goofy and fun and cartoony. Even yeah. the second one, like, is pretty over the top.
4: Yeah.
2: Rel- the first one is just <clears throat> a fucking robot, just like a walking yeah. around, sh- murdering people, just well, the, spraying the, the, the cop station, the, the
3: the police station sequence is the sort of epitome of that, right? Well,
2: I think I actually think the the like dance club sequence. Oh, is yeah. oh that's that's because just worse, on yeah. on it's unarmed civilians, actually. just like yeah, under machine gun fire. It's yeah.
3: crazy. Yeah, like, but I mean, I, I find it weird that like his catchphrase "I'll be back" is actually associated with a moment where he drives through a wall and just know, murders thirty people. <laughs> like it's true. like, oh, I'll be back. I it's funny and it's just like no that's the thing he said before he went on a rampage and murdered yeah. like a billion people yep. that yeah. whole movie
0: is is so much more of a just a study of what a murderous robot would be like exactly. i mean that's, that's yeah. true yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah, terminator yeah. Yep. but just like oh i have to kill sarah connor i will go through the phone book and methodically one murder by one, every single person sarah who Conner's. has that name <clears> until <throat> they're gone yep, yep. <laughs> yep.
3: then paperclips yep. yes
1: <laughs> and then make paperclips out of her bones
3: yeah well yeah. <laughs> Even the flat, like the I guess, flash forwards to the future. Like those sequences are so much more bleak in that
2: mm-hmm. than everything than, about that movie is bleak. And by the way, I liked it. Like it was good, yeah. but partially because it was so unrelenting and like uncompromising yeah. in that bleakness, it's it's crazy. Also, the hero dies. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, it's God Terminator it's, spoilers. Nineteen eighty four.
1: The other funny thing
2: about seeing that is a reminder that all those mm-hmm. movies have the same plot because they're time travel plots, they're all the same thing, which is fine. I'm not like complaining. It's Mm. fine. But like, it is an odd thing They all end with someone giving the thumbs up as they fall into lava. (laughs) (laughs) Um, right, let's see what other kind of reader mail we have here. Um, What other genre? Jenna Hull writes, Kid Picks hey thumbs yeah after spaff stories about school computer floppy disks many of us on the forums were talking about our own experiences with school computers how much affection for max and apple was spawned in our generation off of kid pics in the computer lab shenna some <laughs> the thing that was funny to me about this is that when people okay so here's <clears throat> another plug i guess for another thumbs related thing Out of forums they're great they're it's a good place they to go are. and hang out with people and talk about stuff danielle i know you were enjoying them oh, recently yeah, very much so. um when I saw kid pics being mentioned, this is like the most one of the most sh- shame like idiotic stupid <laughs> things I've ever had to say on this podcast. Um when I saw people talking about kid pics on the forums recently, I re- I like flash back, a flashed back to my like second grade or however old I was self using kid pics third grade probably in the um Macintosh lab at our my elementary school is you know just had a couple computers with um I think SimCity, Sim Ant, Kid Picks, and you know, I don't know, a couple other things. The and Essentials. Yes, definitely the Essentials. Or uh, it might have had Math Lazar, I can't <clears> remember. <throat> and I realized I only just now got that that means pictures for children. <laughs> kid kid pics. Cool. Yeah. When I was a kid when I was a kid and I didn't think about the fact that I am like actively a kid. I'm just like the thing that I am and all most of the people I know are Kid Picks was just like two syllables and I remember actually thinking to myself <laughs> in like second grade or whatever it was I wonder what Kid Picks means wonder like, what Kid Kid Picks like it's just like two little syllables I guess this reveals <clears throat>
0: that at that age a few years age difference makes you smart <laughs> 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 Although I did love Kid Picks Yeah it was great I, I,
3: I don't even know what that is
0: Kid Picks oh, was really? a, it was a like classic Paint program. I mean, it's like it's like Mac Paint, or it's like really Mm. proto Photoshop. Draw lines, draw squares, and stuff. But but it it was was all about icons. Yeah, Kid Pix. Like Mario Paint is actually kind of a Kid Pix alike because Kid Pix was all about these like swatting flies. No, yes, it was. (laughs) It was about swatting flies with an amazing soundtrack. No, it had. Just yeah, it had stamps and icons, so you could paint scenes where you could just like drag a cat out, or just like, or just go (laughs) and just plant a thousand cats, or just smear a stamp of a cat. Yeah, Um, only cats. But it just it it was just it was a paint program with a really sort of good kid focused sensibility. But it was not like deliberately dumbed down. Like it was functionally Mm. basically feature complete with like Mac Paint or with like what in. Anything that other than Photoshop was about what you would expect a paint program to be. I guess Photoshop and probably DPaint were the two things that were more real than KidPix. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, basically, because well, a computer paint program wasn't going to be complicated at that point. No, mm. no. But KidPix was really cool. Drew a lot of pictures of Mario
2: in KidPix. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Um. So here's a here's an email that I was waiting to read until Danielle was back on. Discuss mm. the end of her story. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> next week, maybe when Spath yeah. is back, maybe if Spath's back. Yeah, that's next good. week has to be you, Danielle,
0: and speth, and we ha- and you have to talk about the end of her story. All right. Or else we have failed as a podcast. Nick,
2: did you play her story? Not yet. Okay. So uh, Jake Rodkin writes. Do that next week. <laughs> so John writes. Um, Hey, Thumbs, and in particular, Danielle, who I'm delivering psychic props to for giving Splatoon attention on the cast. (laughs) I wanted to answer your questions and provide sweet facts about Splatfest in light of the recent episode. First of all, Splatoon's Splatfest wasn't July 4th themed at all. It was held on that date by accident due to a matchmaking-related development delay. (laughs) Nintendo plans on holding a Splatfest every couple of months without any correlation to real-world holidays or celebrations. In canon, Splatfests occur whenever a message is received through the sacred fax machine. The message is always some kind of silly opposition, i.e., cats versus dogs, pop versus rock, and in Japan's case, two different flavors of American instant ramen. The player—I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm probably not. Oh, the players pick their side, get matched with people who pick the same, and then battle in cool nighttime rave versions of the. Wait, so this is mass.
0: like everybody votes channel on the Wii, but then turns into a Splatoon match? Yes. Yeah.
1: It's
2: great. (laughs) Based on how well you do, both individually and as a team, you get rewarded with varying amounts of super sea snails, which you can trade to a both literal and figurative street urchin in exchange for upgrades to your clothing. Secondly, if this isn't too long already, I wanted to hear the Thumb's opinions on an interesting design decision Splatoon made that's become controversial online. The updates Danielle described her girlfriend obsessively waiting up till midnight for are not technically updates. In an attempt to maintain player interest, Splatoon launched with lots of content locked on the disc. Two game modes, four maps, and dozens of weapon sets, and has slowly been unlocking them for free over time. Normally this wouldn't be worth talking about, but many early reviews criticized the game for not launching with enough content. Two game modes and five maps. Personally, I enjoy it since it makes every few days new and exciting, but I wanted to hear my favorite podcast bunch's opinions on the matter as well. Thanks for giving me years of Podblast to soak up, John. (laughs) Danielle, what's your opinion on this?
1: I I actually kind of like it. I yeah, mean, it, it's me. keeping, I mean, my girlfriend's more into this game than I am, but I still really enjoy Splatoon. I probably like the single player more than the multiplayer just because I'm horrible at multiplayer shooters. Uh, but she she's digging it and like every, it is working. Every few mm-hmm. months we keep kind of playing it. I, maybe not a few months, but every few weeks she she kind of goes back in and wants to play more and she wants to check out the new weapons and the new modes and stuff like that. So... I, I think it's cool. I mean, obviously, it would be a different story if they were charging for it and it was on the disc. For like for a
0: Nintendo game that is online multiplayer, I think it totally makes sense <clears> to <throat> slow drip features out to your yeah. community. I think I that's like... I mean, I haven't played Splatoon yet because I suck, but, like, <laughs> just as an... I don't, Maybe in practice, I would hate it, but as an idea, I think that's really, really cool to actually plan out your roadmap in yeah. advance and commit to it by shipping it and then doling it out. Maybe that sucks if your community doesn't respond well to the update you have planned to dole out, but, like... I don't know. Yeah. I think it's cool. I imagine if they shipped on day one what Splatoon is in a year, it would not do well with people who play Nintendo games. Whereas if you can build that community up over time, maybe it works. I don't know, though. That's just like a total... That's my opinion as a person who hasn't played Splatoon and just heard about this fact (laughs) on an email. Um, Nick's making a face, so I want to hear Nick's opinion.
3: I I don't have a strong opinion. (laughs) Turn it into one. This is a podcast. I think... Well, it's... Like... I think of this in terms of PC games, it's not very helpful, right? I mean like the the multiplayer games I play that are like this are typically on PC, so I can't it doesn't really apply. I think you have to think about the console and like Nintendo specifically differently at this point. But I'd rather just have it all at once personally, because I've never gone back to a multiplayer game for like a new map or for a it's just it's either hooks me and I just play a ton of it and I go back to it over and over and over again or I don't. Like the idea of like the constant drip. You update might be things. a weird
0: person because
3: like Valve I think so. The reason people like stick with Valve games is very often because of the slow
0: drip and I, because of the evolution. I mean the built on top of a really core repeatable
3: Foundation. Yeah, like, like Team Fortress, the the updates did nothing for me. I kind of actually disliked them.
2: Yeah, they actually in the in the case of that often they make me like the game less. <laughs> yeah, it's but, weird. But I am but a weird. I I'm sure that, I'm a I don't think person. that's like a plic- i think we've talked plic- about TF specifically to death,
0: but in my opinion yeah. TF had a really encouraging arc for a while, and then probably yeah. up to the then,
3: payload, I suppose. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah we, we whatever. Talked we talked about it about today.
2: a lot. So yeah, actually, John Artimez here has a follow up email. He says. I couldn't resist the urge to send a follow-up. The themes for the next United States and United Kingdom Splatfest have been announced, and I think you'll find them interesting. U.S. Roller coasters versus water slides.
4: Oh.
2: U.K. Eating versus sleeping. <laughs> 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 Cheers again, John. That's amazing. <laughs> good. That's pretty good. You know, um, we have a bunch more email that's good that I want to read, but that was, pro- was yeah, probably the- running out the clock here. It, also, um,
3: we are melting to death in this room.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's very it's true. It's a bit warm. It's so
3: warm in San Francisco. 72 today. Yeah. <laughs> that's irrelevant
0: because this room is not 72 <laughs> degrees. True. This room is that's infinite true. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Chris <laughs> Ramo is actually trying to kill us.
1: Warm. <laughs> <laughs> Although Japan was like 95 <laughs> degrees almost every day. So yeah. I this is almost cool for me.
2: Uh, this podcast was brought to you by Zoom, a uh, very easy to use, full-featured, video conferencing and screen sharing uh, service if you go to zoom.us slash thumbs you can get a free account try it out yourself i did oh yeah you did did you like it i like it a lot nice yeah we use it every day at work now yeah nice we zoom constantly i'm zooming and yeah thanks for listening to idle thumbs you can write us email we we we've been getting good email recently i enjoy it please write us more it's great Questions at idlethumbs.net. Uh, you can find our website and all the other podcasts we host on the Idle Thumbs Network at idlethumbs.net, and uh, and we like when you do that. <laughs> or when you rate us on iTunes, that's a fun, cool thing for us. Helps us out a lot. Thanks, Chris, for all that information. You're welcome, Jake. I You're desire it, I did and, it, now it for I, you. and now I have it. Good. Yay! Yeah. All right. Next week maybe uh, her, her story. story. <laughs> I don't even mean, are people even going to care about
0: that anymore? At this like point? one guy uh, yeah. asks a, a week and it's a different person every time so I know like, at least like, like, now, like now like now like probably 4 to 6 people yeah. given how long ago we said we are going to do All this cuz right.
2: we're terrible. We
1: should, we should do it. All right, we should well, totally let's, do. Let's it. give it
2: a shot. All right. Bye. 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 I'm not going
4: to say Ha ha